is now time for a very robotic version of Game Pass or Pass. The podcast where we play games on Microsoft Game Pass servers and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by. Just realized I cut off the end of that in the notes there. It just says, which games to simply? So, there you go. Which games to simply? Simply. On this... Use that. <laughs> I am your host, Corey, and I am joined by Basher. What is the deal, good sirs? And this week, we're going to be talking about Gato Robato. Elmo. Gato Robato. But before that, let's talk a little bit about um, subscribing to this podcast. If you're listening to it, if this is your first episode, welcome. Thank you for joining us. If it's your second episode, why don't you subscribe? What are you doing? What are you doing? You heard my theory about this already. You clearly like us, so subscribe to us. We're going to keep playing games. We're going to keep talking about them. We're going to be talking about Gato Robato. We're going to be talking about Gears Tactics. We're going to be talking about something else. <laughs> Halo Infinite eventually. Uh, so why not um why not give us a subscribe? We're on every platform you can think of. But before but now that we got that out of the way, not before. Um also you can send us emails, gpopfans at gmail.com. If you want to talk about Gato Roboto, maybe you hated this game. Dumbo. Maybe you love this game. It's got a cat in it though. How can you I'm a cat dad, so I love cats, so gpopfans at gmail.com anyways let's talk about this week's game which is gato roboto the developer is doing soft software i think it's just doing soft actually i think i added the software part and they are known for tomb shaft which is a roguelike on phones have never heard of it and gato roboto so it's a very small studio only responsible for a couple games regularly priced at 7.99 is available on xbox one windows store steam and nintendo switch there's no crossplay because it doesn't matter. There is no DLC at this time. And it is not Xbox One X enhanced for you X owners out there, but it really doesn't matter due to the art style of this game. Gato Roboto. Let's talk about it. Every time you uh, say Doink, I think of Doink the Clown. I think everyone does. And then I think about that Super Nintendo WrestleMania arcade game. Yeah, that's ba- a good business. Basically Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's a good business. Um, I don't. I, I stand by that. 100%. Yeah. I like that game a lot, actually. I never played the Saturn version because the Saturn version had Yokozuna and someone else, I think, like exclusive. And it, I was so upset when I found that out. Um, but I didn't have no a Sega one, Saturn. No one's played that because no one has a Sega Saturn. You got, you're, not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, that has nothing to do with Gato Roboto, which you no, play no. as a cat in a, a robotic cat. suit. A kitty cat. Um, What's not to love? This is uh this this is Digi Revolver. Uh, is published by them, correct? Right, right, right. Uh, so I, I I think we need to set, we need to set this one up a little bit. So it it's kind of a strange um cell. It is a 2D Metroidvania. It's not very long though. I think we both beat it in about what three hours. This this is actually a Metroidvania. I mean like this is like this is very uh by that I mean like it's it it it, it borrows very heavily and then wants to be not wants to be but rather wants to uh remind you that hey you played metroid before right yeah definitely it yes i agree with that um but i think one of the more interesting aspects of it is that the um the art style and what i say that is because it look this is a smaller game so it, it's going to look how you think it does in terms of it's not high-end graphics or anything like that 
but I believe what they're going for. I could be wrong. They're going for the Game Boy art style. Uh, I could see why you'd say that. Um, it's, so it's, it's closer it, to Game Boy than than a Nintendo or Super Nintendo or, or closer to Nintendo for sure. Right. Yeah. But and I say that because the palette of it is basically black and white. Um, but throughout the game, you find different. You can find different palettes that sort of change it up. But it really only shifts two colors you know it, it's it's very much like that which the game boy was indeed only two colors so that's what made me think about that um but for whatever reason it worked for me um i these i don't say these because that sounds bad but indie games they're a dime a dozen right like yeah everyone's got one now um so it's really hard to to stand out got, in the crowd I think we got one now like coming out soon yeah, uh, we do. It's called um, Just Another Indie Game. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, that that sounds be. like a lot of work. It should um, be. It should be. It's called Game Pass or... I got nothing. Um, it, it's hard to stand out in this. And, and the art style kind of reminds me of Minute, which we also played on this show. Uh, and that it's it's going for a thing. Um, you know, It's going for a particular style. And I think this one hits it, at least for me. I don't know what you thought about it, though. I thought... How, do, how would I phrase it? In my, I feel like this is one of those. To answer your question, I feel like the developers said we wanted to make it look like this. They made it look like that. Therefore, they nailed it. Whereas for me, it's like you want it to look like you want it to you want it to look like that. It looks like that, and I'm fine with it. Like it, it doesn't doesn't sell me. Doesn't turn me off. It's kind of like. It's an indie game, so of course it's going to look some kind of way. You went with this way, and it's fine. I can see that. I think one thing that sort of, um, not to brag, uh, the playing this on an OLED TV was kind of interesting because the original palette is very black and white, so the white really stands out against that complete black background, but I think you could lose some of that if you were playing on like a a mid-range LED that doesn't have good black levels. But then once you kind of switch to the other palettes, I think it, it can take care of some of that. But what I also found was that when I when I was playing it, and like I brought up the dashboard, because like I played it on Xbox, uh, my eyes like had to adjust because it was just so used to looking at like the piercing white <laughs> of the screen. Um, so to me, that told me that like they're doing something right in terms of it, of it popping. Um, so, but yeah, no. Yeah, I think that, the art style, you know, a lot of these games try to sell themselves on the art style. I think the art style could possibly sell you on it, and I think it does its job in that regard. I agree. But, but the main thing of this game is that this is a Metroidvania through and through, and it is a short one, um, which I actually kind of appreciated. So it's basically broken up into, I would say, four major parts. There's sort of three parts and then a, a final area. And it, it does kind of what you think it would. Um, it's got like a double jump. It's got a dash. It's got a uh, a mechanic where you go underwater. But it sort of also has puzzle aspects and where you, as a cat that you play as, you can get in and out of the mech suit. And when you're out of the mech suit, you know, it's kind of like a one hit kill. But when you're in the mech suit, you're a lot more powerful, obviously. But sometimes you got to get out of the suit to do a puzzle or go down certain pathways that only the cat can fit through. So it definitely plays to to the, the strengths of the genre and that it, it's kind of mixing things up and gives you the tools that uh, gives you different tools to sort of uh, interact with the world kind of thing. Um, but what I will say is that it, 
it doesn't do anything new um, in that regard. Like this is a very much a homage to to Metroidvanias, which I think some people will either like or dislike, but I'm not sure. And that's in the man. That's that that that's my biggest issue with it. So I'm going to compare it to the to a game we played. I think that was also published by by Devolver Digi, um, the Messenger. Correct. Which, if you haven't listened to our top ten episode, you should go do that. Yes, must play right now. Well, after the podcast, or you can pause it. I guess you come back to it. It's a quarantine. You got time. <laughs> um, one of the things I love about that game is that I it's the fact that it's such an homage to the older generation of video games, but it takes you through a trip where. It's like here's the eight bit, here's the sixteen bit, and oh whoa, we're we're still going. It's like what's going on here, and it's like you're, you're like they they really went beyond just an homage, and they said, let's see what we can do with this idea of creating a classic game in in the classic style. Whereas I honestly, I was honestly playing Gato Roboto and. I'm thinking like, so when does this turn into not this? Or, and and I can't say it's the game's fault. It's really just me being spoiled by the messenger because I'm just I'm just playing through Gato Roboto. I'm just like, okay, this is black and white. I got a new palette swap. So instead of black and white, it's tan. Instead of tan, it's light blue. Instead of light blue, it's gray. And it's like, okay, that's cute, but Am I really? Are you really not doing anything different though, in terms of the gameplay? Like, is it this strict of an homage? And it kind of is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, it, it's. I think the messenger is a. The messenger to me was just such a breath of fresh air, and like you said, that it. It, it not only was an homage, like it. It was an homage that that that. It was clearly done by people that not just wanted to make one of those games, but they wanted to experience th- like that time period kind of thing. Um, whereas this is just a straight up like, you like Metroid? Cool. Here you go. You like cats? There's a cat. You like cats in robot suits? Here you go. I'm like, you know, oh, I like cats. Like, I'm sorry, but that doesn't that doesn't. Maybe I'm just not. I I'm not I'm not that internet guy. You know, I, I'm an internet I'm an internet guy that goes to Reddit and. I like looking at. I guess my favorite subreddit would be something like, I don't know, public like, freakouts. Right, public freakouts. Our <laughs> <are> cowboys, <laughs> uh, like, our um, nice guys laugh at those guys. You know, just like weird, like stuff on that weird end of the Reddit. I'm not the redditor that loves our cats. I don't love kitty cats. Like, like I don't. I don't find. Like they, 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 I find them cute, but I don't find them so cute. I need to stare at them a lot, or th- think about them a lot, or find them to be culturally funny in as in aspects where they shouldn't be. So this game starts off with you, with the with the with the guy in space. Uh, he's going to uh, check. He got a uh, uh, I'm gonna say distress signal. Something like that. From sector four to. 42069. Get it? Guys, do you get it? <laughs> and it's like, 
right after yeah, that, I, yeah, the, the humor, the, the humor does not hit for me. Um, like right after that, the cat presses the butt because, because of course he's traveling in space with his pet cat. Right, of course. And then the cat accidentally presses something, and then, oh no, we're here now, kitty, go save the dead. And it's like, ah, oh, guys, it's just it does it's not the 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 setup's not working for me, but go ahead, let's, let's see where we go from here. I guess I, the reason, like, what I will say is it, it, it is not as clever or as cute or as whatever verb you want to use, like the messenger is. Um, and it doesn't really play into the cat thing as much as you think it would. Like, every once in a while, there's, like, some dialogue from the, the owner and all that stuff, and you're kind of on this mission. And then they sort of kind of play the same joke over and over where the cat only meows because it's a cat. And it's just sort of like, oh, you can you understand me? Like, you're a cat, though, like. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> um, but what I will say is that I think if it was any longer, I would have way more issues with it. Um, the fact that it was a tight three-hour experience, like that goes a long way for me because it it, it just it knows when to quit. If that makes sense, like it, even it if does. this was a half an hour longer, I think I would have been much more negative on it. Um, but I think the the length is just sort of just right in that because that final area is is much more difficult than the rest of the game. So it's got that perfect sort of balance of of each area sort of has its own thing. Like one's like a hot area and one area you can't use the suit. And so it's always doing enough to keep the gameplay going, whereas well, the story and the, the cute factor, I don't think work for me as well. I think it the initial pitch of it you're a cat in a robot suit like okay like that's cool like i want i want to see that like it's cool that i'm a cat in a robot suit but the cat jokes and stuff like you said i I get enough cat memes a day i I don't need them in my video games at least the ones these aren't good enough to be you know in my daily feed or whatever you want to call it um i will say the game uh, i i will i will say that said like you touched on something earlier where it's like the pacing of this game is spot on um, not, the game doesn't, the game isn't, it's short by standard AAA game length, uh, standards, but this comes in at, at, at a, at a tight, maybe couple hours. Right. Yeah. And you can, and there's, I mean, there's an achievement for beating it in under an hour. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so, I mean, you, once you know where everything is, you can, you can zip through this game in literally under an hour. So. I, I think it's good to zip through, like honestly, because yeah. once you get your bearings and once you get the uh, the gameplay down, it's like you're just zipping through, like you, like like you get the double jump and whatnot. You're feeling like you get you get the, the the phase through or dash feature, and it's like you're really moving it, you're really booking it, and um, they did they did a really good job of creating uh, a uh, a scenario where essentially you're not getting bored per se. Right. I say, yeah, there, there's there's just enough going on that you, you're still intrigued. And then by the end, you sort of use all your skill. It, it's a it's a well-crafted game in that by the end, you're using all your skills that you've learned throughout the game to sort of get to the end. Um, but I mean, like I said, but you're not. You don't learn a lot, you know, like it, you're you're it's only a three hour game. So your your time from cat in vanilla mech suit to cat in better mech suit is not that different. Um, you know, you get a double jump, you get a dash, like I said. So, yeah, I as a long-winded way to say that I think the pacing is what sort of saved this game. I shouldn't say saved this game. Maybe that's the right term. It, it, the pacing is what 
save the the me from turning it off kind of thing from from me going from playing it to not because if if this was a five hour game no way like just not gonna happen like that'd be overly long there's just there, there's not enough here to be five hours um whereas there's enough here for a two to three hour experience kind of thing so and that and oh man and it, it, it's 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 a gift and a curse because for me honestly when you make a when you make a metroidvania you don't want it to be short i mean like at least i don't like like when when I, when I think of like the uh, Castlevania, uh, well not Castlevania, it's called uh, Bloodstained Night, I guess it Ritual is. Ritual of the Night. Ritual of the Night. The 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 the, the not remake remake or right. not sequel sequel. Um, games like that, games like the actual Metroid, games like the actual Castlevania. The any kind of Metroidvania, the the joy of it stems from the exploration of it so getting lost sucks i'm not trying to say we we need, we need more of that in the metrovania but the idea that you have this map that's slowly filling out and you're like whoa this goes all the way up there how do i get there and you finally get there and you have to come all the way back down here and it's like there's a lot of traversal a lot of movement a lot of exploration involves so like that kind of adds to the 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 experience of a metroidvania so when you shrink that map to a quarter of the size and make it a zip through it's like well did you have to be a metroidvania and And, that's and what and what do you get from it being a metroidvania like 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 a like a 45 minute metroidvania to me, is like kind of a kind of uh, for lack of a better phrase, a wasting genre. Um, I don't know. I I, I agree, but I don't because at the same time, like I I think that might be for me just because there's so many of these out here nowadays. Right. That the the Pathfinder genre. Um, is it's not easy to get right um mm-hmm. and like you said a lot of it comes down to exploration but what i will say i mean like you said the 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 most frustrating moments of a of a pathfinder game is is when the main quest you can't figure out where to go right. uh, and this game doesn't have that problem but that's also because it's smaller like it if you genuinely got lost you could get you could get through the whole map in ten minutes. So it's just like, well, I gotta go somewhere. Like, so it's kind of both. Like, it, it's a good thing that it's small because it, it then it doesn't fall into some of those traps that a Metroidvania can. But then it also doesn't have the depth that some of it can. So like, there are hidden things here. Uh, you know, there are certain areas that you can't get to the first time. Like, you have to sort of have a different ability. You have to have the double jump, whatever it is. But it's not ever going to do the thing where it's like, well, you have to come up from you have to go to this room from the screen above somehow. And those are kind of the most perplexing uh, tricks or whatever you call them puzzles in in the Pathfinder genres when you see a room, but you don't know how to get to it. And it turns out you have to sort of either tackle it in a way that you didn't think. And 
the best ones of these games do that in a way to where they give you clues and they sort of paint it in the world right. that how to get there. And the bad ones don't. The bad ones just don't tell you. They don't. They give you nothing. It's just like there's a room here. Figure it out. That's um, Castlevania 2. Go to R to left. Kneel on a wall for like 45 seconds with a whistle or something like. Right. Yeah, you 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 wouldn't know that, but but that's the but that's kind of the that's kind of the the issue I'm kind of having with Gato Roboto is there's so many things that lends itself to being a Pathfinder Metroidvania game that when you that I I just not noticed through Gato Roboto that when you shorten it up you you kind of lose because you want to. Because, because again, exploration is one part, but tied into the exploration is the is the uh, the fusion suit, the the bat upgrade, like those 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 abilities that that you get that completely change the way you traverse the map, completely change the way you get get through an area. You don't really have time for that here. You don't have time for a lot of things here that that you that that's brought to a to a Pathfinder Metroidvania type of game. Because you're zipping right through it, and you're done in done in an hour, 45, two hours or less, if if you know where you're going, and it's like there needed to be more upgrades, more suits, more abilities, a morph ball, something that 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 just said that that, that kind of wowed you for just a moment. Yeah, I I think like in my head, like the easiest way to describe this is like it's almost like a beginner's Pathfinder game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Because it, it doesn't the the pathfinding part of it uh, is not very difficult, and yeah, I, that's tough. Like I see where you're coming from, but for for me, I just feel like the the alternative is worse. If that makes <laughs> sense, like the alternative is if it, if it tried to do those things and was a swing and a miss. Like I feel like that's the worst outcome. You're not you're not wrong at all. It's just right. a matter of, for me, is like, like in a way, I'm kind of glad I went through this because whenever I played a Metroidvania Pathfinder game that attempted to be one of those and swung and missed, as you said, like my like part of me thought like, well, just make it smaller, like just 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 make it simpler, just make it right. more compact, and then I get it. I'm just like. Um, well, maybe kinda, not. <laughs> kinda, I feel like you kind of need those, like those, those those little aspects of it, because because you, you miss a lot of the the role playing aspect, the the you miss a lot of the the exploration aspect of it. For me, anyway, it's kind of like you zip through it and you're done so quickly. It's like, what did I do it for? Was it for the cats? Was it for the cat memes? Um. Maybe do it for the vine. That's a that's <laughs> okay. Talking about dated. Okay. okay, Gramps. All right, got yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it for the TikTok. How is that oh. not a How is that not a thing? Do it for the TikTok. You don't want you don't want, you don't want to do it for the TikTok. Dude. That that's just uh. Did, did they pick up my phone falling? Jesus. All right. Um. All all that said, I th- I think we got to ask the question. Game pass or pass. And this this is uh man this this is one of the tough ones because for me um I hate I don't like like so 
What I like about this podcast, I think I said this before, is this is not a, this is not a ranking podcast. It's not a scale podcast. It's not a, an out of ten, out of five, whatever. It's really um, comes down to is this something you should spend your time on, and is is it something worth having on on Game Pass? Um, for me, this is one of those games where it falls in the category of not being bad. In fact, it might be good. Uh, I would argue that it's good. Um, the issue is there's not enough meat on the bones here. Um, if you have an interest in Pathfinder games, there's enough of them out for you to get through, play, and figure out what you like, what you don't like. Uh, to your point earlier, this definitely feels like a beginner's, like a beginner's Pathfinder game. And I realized you don't get much out of that. Uh, I don't think um, you don't like 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 that the that struggle of where do I go from here is almost necessary to a degree. It's like an adventure game where you are where you where you have you're stuck in a room you have all the pieces but you have to put the puzzle together still. Uh, there's no real pu- like the puzzle solving here is is benign at times. Um, you you zip through it and you're done before you know it. To that end, is it worth passing? Is it worth saying you need to play this? I'm going to say sadly no. Hmm. So I agree, but I also don't. So I I think like if I had to really sit down and think about how the the games that I've played throughout my life, Metroidvanias or Pathfinder games, everyone call them are probably the genre that I've, I've played and enjoyed. Mm, that's tough. Those are the games that when they hit for me, they hit super hard. Right. And I latch on to them. Like a Yoko's Island. Exactly. When, when they pull it off, it, it's so hard to pull it off in a way that speaks to me that it's, um, it's a feat for me personally when they hit hard. And for this one, I think that the length is is the key here and that as someone who's played a lot of these games, I can suggest it on the fact that like it it does enough of the genre that I, I'm not mad at it. Like I'm not even though it does it, it does a lot good and it, it sort of misses some of the overarching um, super strengths of the genre. It's not trying to be that. So I think it took the aspects that it needed to, to sort of cram it into a three hour adventure. And for that reason, I would say like, yeah, like even if going into it, even knowing that like, this isn't going to be a super Metroid, like this isn't going to be a Yoku's Island Express. You're not going to fall in love with it. But if you like the genre, it's a nice little distraction. Um, and there's enough there that, even though the backtracking isn't going to take you hours and hours, it's only going to be, you can, you can backtrack through the whole game and get everything you missed in 20 and 30 minutes. And sometimes that's a good thing. And for that reason, I would say play it. See, I, I'm going to disagree with you on this because I just don't, cause I mean, I, I, I agree with the thought process and the reasoning. I just don't agree with the, I, if you're going to, if you're going to give me a Pathfinder game to play, I I would want the Pathfinder experience 
and I understand that they wanted to give the Pathfinder light experience here. This is not um, the, the Pathfinder light experience is just not. Maybe in this case, maybe overall, I'm not sure yet, honestly, but I don't think it's worth it. Um, especially when we're on a platform here that has Yoku's Island on it. So it's like, I just, That's a good point. I just, I just don't think, I don't, I don't think the first timer's Pathfinder is worth your time. Uh, that's not to say it's a bad game. It's just simply uh, not something you should tell your friends about. But see, but then I like, I think about Super Lucky's Tale, and <laughs> don't ever think about Super Lucky's Tale. Like, I think about that game. And and I think about like that that's a game that it, it that was a swing and a miss right like right that was the game that was trying to be your child's first 3D adventure game you know and it's not good <laughs> like it's not good <laughs> at even that it's not even good at being your child's first one whereas like I feel like this is even though it's not trying to be more than it is, which you, which could be a detriment, it still at least gets it right. Like it, it's still, it, this could have gone much worse. I, I, I completely agree with that. Um, I feel like I just, I feel, I feel like just, I mean, I mean, not, <laughs> not, 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 not to sound like a, like a, like, like a, like a, like a uh, mean do guy. Do you have cat allergy? Is that what it is? I, lo- I, actually, I actually do love cats. It's, it's the only animal that I actually enjoy. I hate <laughs> all animals. Like literally, I hate every single animal on earth. So, all right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, a close because not, not to. Uh, oh, let me just finish this real quick. Not 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 to sound like a, like a, like a like a mean guy to you, but it's, it's almost like saying like you didn't mess it up, so you deserve to win. It's like you didn't mess it up, but. You didn't knock it out the park either, so I feel like I could pass on you on that. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I I'll concede under under the under the fact that I um while I did enjoy it, I think that the the humor is a big swing and a miss for me. Um, I think the like there is a little bit of writing in this game, and I I don't think it's good. Um, so there's not even that aspect that I could recommend of just like even if you're like you're not super into it, it's funny. Like you'll ha- you'll laugh a couple times, where you know like something in in the messenger where the messenger, like even if you're not a huge Metroidvania fan, it's genuinely funny. Like there's, there's some really funny things in that game. Uh, the music is fantastic. It's got so many other things going for it. Whereas this one, I can't, I can't get behind that aspect that it's got other things going for it. If, if that it makes had, sense. It, absolutely. If, if, it, if it had phenomenal music at the very least, like, uh, right. like, like, a like, a um, Yoku, like Yoku or even like, a, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a uh, crap. I just forgot the name of that. Your your favorite game, Willow Willow Waff Waff of the Willow. Uh, what, are you, what are you talking about? Wait, with the white bunny rabbit that can that can fly. <laughs> I have no idea. What you a white? I, I'm not I'm not drinking any more during podcasts. I'm done. <laughs> a white bunny. I'm just curious. A white bunny that can fly. What is the name of this game? This is ridiculous. Is it a Metroidvania? Kind of. You know what I'm talking about. 
Ori in a Black Forest. Oh, Ori. What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> what is that about Ori? the music? It was it had music. Oh, like the that. Mu- okay. Yes, uh, got it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm going. Clearly, so I will concede on this one and say, as much as I I like it, um, I can concede that it's not phenomenal all around. Um, so we're gonna say for Gato Roboto, you are cute, you are cuddly, but we're gonna have to pass you on by. Sorry, it hurts. My cat's looking at me. She knows. She knows what I just did. She's gonna cuddle you in your sleep. You know that, right? No, she's she's in love with me, <laughs> like I mean, legitimately. It's kind of weird. She she tries to make out with me. It, <laughs> cat's tongues are rough, man. <laughs> so no, she she sleeps in my arms like a baby. It's 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 adorable but also concerning. So, but all right, that's gonna do it. This episode went longer than I thought it was going to. So. Uh, next week, we're going to be playing Gears Tactics, as that is a day one uh, Game Pass release. So you can look forward to that. And then the week after that, we will be playing Streets of Rage 4, as that is also a day one Game Pass release. So uh, good good mix up here. We got a lot of different genres going on. So we had, uh, what did we play last week already? I already forgot. Uh, we played. Uh, oh, The Search 2. Yes. So yeah, we got a Souls-like. We got a, a mini Metroidvania. We got a tactical over the... Th- and over the shoulder, a tactical isometric Gears of War simulation tactical game. That's going to be interesting. And after that, we've got an old school beat 'em up. So that's when Game Pass works best, I feel like. You got all these different genres coming together for one low price. That's not like an advertisement. They do I've, not sponsor this podcast yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> and when they do, everything is great. Pass exactly. on to a buddy. Play uh, everything. Buy Gears of War, even though it's not Game Pass. Just buy it anyway. Exactly. Just give them more money. Xbox Series X, buy two of them. I can't wait to sell out. You don't understand. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode. You can email us at gpopfans at gmail.com. Give us a subscription if you haven't yet. We would really appreciate it. Leave us a review if you can. It really helps out to get our numbers up and to get exposed to other places. That's going to do it for this episode. We will see you next week with Gears Tactics. Good day, sirs. I almost ended the call instead of stopped the recording. <laughs> <laughs>